Midway USA brand product designers have one straightforward goal. Develop high-quality, technically sound products and deliver them to customers at reasonable prices. If you are immersed in the shooting sports industry and pay close attention to every single detail, you know our products are built right and stand up to everyday use. Who has shooting mats and range bag systems to hunting clothing and just about everything for the outdoors? Log on and shop 24-7 with super-fast shipping. MidwayUSA.com Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace, offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to Pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Hey, what is up, everybody? We're going to do just exactly what that intro said. We're going to get this show started. So, with that being said, Welcome, everybody, to the Paddle and Finn podcast. This is the segment Chasing the Tide. I'm your host, Dustin Nichols. Thank you all for tuning in. Um, you know, we appreciate everybody coming on and giving us, giving us a listen. So, yeah, hit that button. Give us some likes and stuff and, and give us some good reviews on that Google. Uh, if you listen to it on Google Podcasts or Apple Apple Podcasts, you know, let, let us know what you think. Um, we're always open to, uh, you know, criticism and, and this and that and then if y'all have any ideas or any other host that y'all you know uh guess y'all want to see y'all uh, give us a shout and let us know but tonight we're gonna get into something we're gonna get into some something something here we got one of the texas lokes here we got another texas guy in the house reggie chopper we're gonna bring him in and see what's going on what's up my man what's going on dustin it's going been pretty dang hectic that's all i know all I know, I had a damn bass tournament this past weekend on Nacogdoches and went and pre-fished uh, Thursday, left the house about 12.45, got on the water, fished till 11, and drove right back home. And I did really well. I've been on some really good fish on one pattern that was working out. And then Friday evening, it rained, good little thunderstorm dumped on that lake. And the pattern I had was I was fishing in between the hay grass and the matted hydrilla, there's a little bit of a path between it on the edge of the shoreline there. And I was throwing a one knocker spook in there and I was jacking some really good fish doing that. And I could not buy a topwater bite Saturday morning Damn. and it was cooler, you know, but the fish had backed off, moved back outside the matted hydrilla. I should have figured it out faster and I didn't. <laughs> Needless wow. to say, I didn't catch my first fish till about nine 45. Um, pretty frustrated broke a couple off in some heavy lily pad cover uh it would have made a hell of a difference i went back to some deep hydrilla and started slow rolling the chatterbait and actually got a pretty good one and thought i was going to be on a roll and just did not get another bite so oh. it's pretty tough when you have three fish out of your five and you're still in 16th place that's shows you how tough the fishing was some people called them but man it was it was rough it was rough wow. <laughs> How far is that kadosha for me? Uh four hours and fifteen minutes. 
Oh wow. Yeah. So so that's hectic. Yeah, when you're yeah, for sure. back and forth, just trying to get up early and get on the water and kind of, you know, mirror how the tournament tournament is, you know, first cast at six AM. I didn't get to fish until two. I fished till about eleven and then got off the water by noon, you know, but I kind of wanted to mirror what, you know, the same kind of time at the tournament and kind of see what I could yeah, put yeah. up. And I had been on a, a good pattern. It's multiple times I had the same same pattern going you know and i thought for sure i was going to get there and jack them <laughs> wrong <laughs> all right man well hey we're gonna get into get into this here we're gonna um won't you let everybody know a little bit about yourself you know um introduce yourself and give a little backstory on uh how and or when you started fishing and then what led you into that plastic boat man yeah man uh i'm, I'm reggie Chapa. um I live out in uh, Houston, Seabrook area. You know, I, I started actually, which is going to be kind of crazy for some people. I've only been kayak fishing seriously for three years. <laughs> so I, I started in 2019. Um, I actually had started two years prior. Um, I had bought a kayak and uh, I thought I was going to do it, you know, get out there and fish. And I just couldn't take to it. Um, all my life, I've kind of done like outdoor hobbies, you know. So you and I were talking earlier. You know, yeah. I grew up surfing. Yep. And I was like addicted to surfing and uh, surfing is just something you're like, your mind's constantly thinking about it. That perfect wave. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like nonstop. And then, you know, so I moved out to uh, the hill country and I started mountain biking yep. and, and that took over me. And then I moved back over here and I was still mountain biking a lot. Speaking and, of uh, that, I, I I did that too. I did cross country in, in Northern oh, Florida. Sh- yeah. Hannah Park has some great trails there, but have you? Off subject though, have you seen that Spider Mountain place? Oh yeah, yeah. My buddy goes out there quite Dude. a bit. Yeah, and then yeah. some some kind of place around there, Ant Hills or something. There's some badass trails uh, around Houston. Well, the Ant Hills is around here. Yeah, they, yeah. their trails are pretty gnarly. It's not like Spider Mountain, um, but there's some really good trail systems out here. The only because I like to jump it. and all that crazy stuff too. Off Ooh, top, yeah. man, I I got a mountain bike just sitting in the garage. I don't, I haven't been on it in a little while, but I'm Damn, seeing all my buddies closer, from. My buddy's uh, cockfight skateboards, my buddy, uh, Mike Neiman, money, um, big supporter of uh, his company there out of Houston, Texas. Um, big Astros fan. Yeah. You, <laughs> but yeah, he's been on the, on the mountain bike dude. And he's got my buddy, Mike Kelly on it. I mean, they're all like, they're like into it. You know, we're getting, yeah, I'm getting a little off topic right here, but you, you brought up <laughs> mountain bikes and I was like, Oh man, I got to say yeah, something. Man. Yeah. I want to, I want to go up there and ride that that spider mountain even if it's just the um, intermediate trails just to just to get used to it you know because i got a hard i got a hard tail i don't have no full suspension bike right now you know that's all you need man you just need a bike to get out there but i, just, I, I, I haven't i like to jump I, and pop wheelies and manuals and stuff <laughs> yeah i like to do that too until i eat it and then i'm mm-hmm. like oh shit now i'm at that age man where i feel it it's not like i can get up oh, the next day God, but yeah. I, I feel it for sure i definitely feel it it's, 5 and you really feeling it. Not the five, not the police. I'm talking about my age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man, it's all we already rolling now, boy. Oh, so yeah. So you say you've been in a been in a kayak for about three years. Had, had yeah, you man. Fished, fished when you were younger or anything, you know? Or you know, just kind of yeah, yeah, living on the Texas coast, I mean, I, my parents would take us out, we'd throw some dead shrimp, and yeah. as I, you know, as I got into my teens, I would go out every now and then with some dead shrimp and, you know, catch a croaker. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, not knowing what was good. Um, but, like, I, about three years ago, um, 2019, I was working my full-time job. I was, you know, working a lot of overtime, and um, I had also had learned photography 
uh, or, you know, maybe like two years, three years prior to that. I did that all on YouTube. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I, you know, online, I just researched photography and I just learned, and I feel like I, I didn't master it, but I learned certain things that a lot of people can't do. Like I learned lighting. It's not a common thing that uh, most photographers that you'll see on Instagram or whatever, know how to use. Yes. Um, so, you know, you know, I was, I kind of, you know, I was doing a photography thing and I told myself, you know, I want to learn how to fish. You know, if I learn how to do photography, I'm going to dedicate a year of my life to, to learning fishing on YouTube. And um, that's what I did, man. I first started out, I actually got a kayak because I wanted to do an alternative sport. And I was going to do the safari race. It's uh, Texas Water it Safari, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to, I thought about doing that, but then I just realized how much it was a lot. You know, I was like, I can't really do this shit. <laughs> and then so it's I gnarly. Went, it's gnarly. Yeah, 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 it is tough. I uh, one day started taking out my pole out there on the on the kayak I got, which was an Ascend. Uh, I forgot what they're called. One of the Cabela's kayaks. Yeah. And I, I just started fishing and I loved it, man. I was like, oh, well, let me dedicate a year to learn how to fish, you know, because I always thought fishing was just you go out there and whatever, you know. But, you know, I got it's kind of like surfing, man, where I got addicted just trying to figure out uh, redfish, you know, like, yep, why are they there? You know, that's what I wanted to mm -hmm. know. Like, they have many come... different moods, too. You got to figure yeah, them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> They're like uh, bipolar and shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. And the thing is, it's, you're always learning. Even when you think you got the shit figured out. I mean, you don't got to figure out, you know. Uh, oh, yeah. So... I mean, and then one fish. 100 yards down a shoreline could be different because I had some, I was hitting them in the head today, the they wouldn't eat, and then there's oh, one just worse. swimming by me, and I like, just pitch to him, he's like <clears throat> like right away, yep. and there's like two more like, that don't even want to talk to me, you know it's like, oh, yeah, oh, man. oh split personalities on them fish, man yeah, so, yeah, so that got me going, man, that got me really addicted, like, and I said like surfing, uh, something about surfing, it's really addicting trying to find that wave, trying to find the right conditions, trying yep. to go out there, you know, it's really addicting it's addictive uh, and, and it's frustrating because exactly you know the you progression think it's gonna be hard. like clean and then all of a sudden it's blowing like 15 20 out the south and it's like side shore slop and you're like mm -hmm. i ain't even paddling out you know? <laughs> especially <laughs> yeah. in texas man yes texas yes. is the worst you know so yep. yeah just that got me addicted man to the point where i was all i was thinking about fish all the time and you know uh, i would go out so for that first year, I would go out on days that I knew were bad. After I started learning, you know, I kind of knew, okay, this wasn't a good day to go out. But I would yep. go out just to figure out, you know, what's going on, why are they biting, and you know, mm -hmm. if, especially in the winter time when I could see the bottom when the tide level is really low, I could see yes. oyster, I could understand stuff. So, I mean, for one year, that's all I did. And on top of that, I started bringing my camera. That was. Surf or kayaking is the only sport that I that I do that I could actually bring a camera, you know, and actually yeah. take in the outdoors. And you know, although you know, surfing and biking, I'm taking out the taking in the outdoors, but kayaking, yeah. you have some downtime to like look around and be like, oh shit, you know, it's so beautiful out here, sunset, sunrise. You see a lot of stuff on the water, uh, wildlife, yeah. everything. I mean, yeah, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and it's like being you know I'm an outdoor guy, and I like going hiking. It's like hiking in the in the marsh. I mean, I'm in yeah. the marsh. It's like trails. That's that's where I'm at. And taking my camera just felt natural, you know. So I just started snapping photos, and you know, back then I started learning about hashtags, how to hashtag people or whatnot. And uh, slowly, man, I just got picked up by ACK, and they asked yeah. me if I wanted to be on their uh, uh, 
their brand ambassador program. And it wasn't like I sought out ACK. They actually yeah. had saw a photo that I had posted and it got posted to a Texas uh, Instagram account that's really big. It's a Texas travel Instagram. Oh, yeah. Me, Instagram account. And uh, from there, it just kind of picked up, man. It's like it all came to me and I, and I love it and just kept on growing from there. No doubt, man. I mean, that's what I, you know, we're going to get into talking about, you know, content creation, this and that, you know, there, you know, there's, there's always somebody got questions about, you know, how do I build myself as a brand and this and that. And I, I mean, like you're talking, you know, you got noticed by ACK just by tagging and just by having another bigger account, pick up your photos, you know, and then like just stuff to differentiate yourself from others. You know, that's, that's a big, mm-hmm. big, big fundamental of, of building that brand, you know, so thinking of that, you know, you've uh, you've actually been working with some pretty cool kayak brands too, you know. Yeah, I've been fortunate. Yeah, I've been pretty lucky. Yeah, you got with uh, some what stuff with Hobie Eyewear, Hobie and, Eyewear, uh, Bendy, uh, Bendy Branches. Branches. Yeah, yep. yeah, Ram Mounts here recently. Ram, yep, Ram Mounts, cool deal, uh, man. Yeah, Bendy Branches yeah. is great. That's that's the paddles I use and I have. Yeah. And I know a lot of kayak anglers. And if 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 you're just now getting into kayaking, and and trust me, you are going to paddle in the marsh. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. And you want to have a light and strong and durable paddle. Yes, you don't want to be tired and fatigued from carrying a heavy paddle or the wrong size paddle. Yep. You know, there's different fits and different blade shapes and all kinds of good stuff. You know, but yeah. Uh, how'd that come about with, uh, bending branches? What, what led you into them with, uh, working with them? So, uh, we had did a, a ACK river trip, a camping trip. And, um, when I got out there, I noticed that everybody had bending branches, paddles, like everybody. And I took my Hobie kayak on the river. Where was, oh, where was that at? at the, uh, the Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was my first time doing any type of, uh, kayaking on the river. Like an overnight and, excursion. Type yeah, deal. yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and I did want to do one for years, so it really worked out well. Um, but yeah, everybody had bending branches paddles, and I was like, "This is an opportunity." You know, I, my goal is ultimately to work, you know, for companies um, full time. Um, so I saw all these, you know, everybody had bending branches paddles. So every opportunity I got, you know, I'm trying to take that cool photo. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, so yeah, I did that, and I posted, and I tagged them, and. Um, you know, I got hit up on Instagram. I didn't message them. You know, I got hit up and they're like, hey, yeah. you know, we really like that. And I was, Thank you. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I was hoping for that conversation in my head. Yeah. And sure enough, it, it's kind of like I manifested, you know, like. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh huh. So they hit me up and they were like, oh, and then I was like, oh, well, yeah, thanks, for, you know, for resharing that. I got more photos for you, you know, like, would you like them? You know, I don't mind sending them. So then I send them like a, a batch of photos and they were like, oh, we really love these, you know, like what can we do to work? And, you know, I kind of helped build that conversation with them and yeah, kind of just grew a relationship from there. Organic conversation just takes yeah, off yeah. when it happens like that. You're, you're not, that, that's a big misconception. A lot of people have when trying to go after, you know, uh, or, or looking into being a pro staff or, or a partner or, or sponsored by people is that they just, they're like bombarding them with stuff, you know, me, 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 me. Right, it's, right, it's right. not about me. It's about what you are going to do for that company. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, 
advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. There has to be, I've said it a thousand times, there's got to be ROI, return on investment. There, there has to be. And like you with yeah. your photos, you're, I mean, that's already it right there. Boom. Yeah. You're promoting that brand and you're tagging and sharing and all that good stuff. But yeah, a lot of people like misconceive that and just like just bombard them. And then it just it doesn't go anywhere because it wasn't organic yeah. and wasn't generated by your love for that product. Like you took that paddle and like, man, this is awesome. We're going to do something with this. Right, right. You know, that's one thing you're right. You know, and I've, I've listened, you know, when I used to work, I work at home now, but I used to listen yeah. to a lot of podcasts. And, you know, I'm always listening to business things to make you like how to work with people or how to talk to people. And yeah. one thing was like, you know, you never talk about yourself. It's more like, what can I do for you? You know, you're always asking them, you know, like, well, what would you like or what would you need? Or, you know, not really saying, you know, well, I can do all this for you. You know, like make yeah. it seem about yourself. You're trying to help sell them, you know. Right. You and then then, at, then once you get to that point, then you can be like, hey, man, y'all think y'all. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what y'all got? Y'all, can I get a raise? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I get a pay increase with this damn cost of living right now? <laughs> well, that, yeah. that's another topic. You know, that's one thing oh, I'm yeah. learning. There, yeah, there yeah. is, you know, I Some am learning. Like, yep. Yeah. And that's one thing, to be honest, that I'm struggling with right now and learning how to monetize off some of the stuff because yes. a lot of people are giving free stuff. And, and I don't blame them because I, yeah. I do it myself or I do it for exchange for product. But yeah, one thing that's uh, a tough learning curve and uh, is learning how to make money. Uh, I mean, uh, for me, I'm ultimately, I see myself as a photographer. Yes. I, I am a kayak fisherman and I love kayak fishing and I love the sport and I'll share the sport with everybody else. But yeah, I, I really see myself. I want to be known as a photographer. And so I'm selling a service and I want, you know, it's hard for me to learn how it's difficult to learn how to monetize that service, but uh, help building relationships is the key that yeah. I'm taking to, that's, to do that's that. That's a great platform to step from right there for sure yeah, yeah. i know i i went and had a uh a, a photo ship a photo shoot um <laughs> late last year man and i was on some good schools and then we had some rain and then we thought the weather was gonna be crap and then it, it ended up being okay the wind kind of came up but this uh have you seen michaela elliott's work yeah 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 i've, I've shared some of her stuff 
Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, she come and, and she came down and shot with me, and I drug her around with a torpedo. And she had never shot from a kayak. I mean, but she's an amazing photographer and does yeah, great editing. And and she didn't have her water housing, which was okay because the water was kind of stained, anyways. But um, I'm like, man, she's been working with like Academy with CCA. I mean, she's like blown up. I'm like, dang, girl. I was like, next time we go shoot, I don't know if I'm able to afford you. <laughs> <laughs> I said, you're getting all these corporate gigs. It's like, wow. No, she does some amazing work. I was, I mean, I'm still sitting on like 700 photos that I even wow. thought about using yet. Yeah. She, yeah. she got some amazing angles and the way she cropped some stuff and just little nuances, her own little thing. She does right, right, pretty, right. pretty cool. She's got her own little thing going. I was, that's what, you know, I was like, if you maybe reach out to her and you know maybe maybe yeah yeah some tips or something monetizing things and stuff i know she takes some great shots i know there's quite a few other people out there um yeah there is ben maldonado takes some pretty cool shots too Uh, another another texas guy that fishes some tournaments uh and jared isley's always got some cool telling (laughs) schools of redfish everywhere and then if i took the time i would love to just take the time but i just Man, I get too excited. If I got the GoPro behind me, it's different. But I, I don't yeah. really, I don't really film a lot. I mean, I did for a little while, try to get some stuff going. It's just, it's just a lot of work on top of it's everything, a chore. everything else. I work, I work shift work at a petrochemical plant for the past. This will be my twenty fourth year coming up. So, I mean, I get to fish during the week, and it's great. Less traffic, you know, less pressure on the water. But you know, I want to fish and then I want to go home and get a little sleep before I go back to work. Yeah, man. For <laughs> and sure. all the editing and all that. And it's just like, you know what? I'm just going to just get some pictures and do some different angles. And, you know, I use a clampable uh, GoPro mount or I got a little bubble housing I'll use and I'll clamp it to a stakeout pole to try to get, you know, multi, you know, over under, you know, water, sky kind of split picture, split perspectives. And, you know, there was a bit of a learning curve on that too. And then, then trying to oh, teach yeah. myself, um, I, I want to upgrade to a different photo editor. I do have Adobe, uh, Photoshop 12. It's a little older, but you know, I think there's some better stuff out there that I could learn. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lightroom is good. It's Adobe. That's what I heard. Um, Lightroom. I'd probably go on YouTube and, and check it all out. <laughs> <laughs> trying yeah, to figure yeah. it out yeah 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 it seems daunting but lightroom is pretty uh it's pretty uh easy to, to work with um the biggest thing i think where a lot of people don't know know what to do is that if you from a gopro if you use the raw format yes. as opposed to the jpeg jpeg mm-hmm. format with the raw you get a lot more data that you can use and it gives you more leverage on editing so you have a lot more you can do yes as opposed to jpeg where you're very uh, limited limited on what you can actually edit yeah, that raw that raw image is 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 the way to go. Shooting raw yeah. for sure. Uh, you got a lot more options, just like you said. So yeah, that uh, anything else? Anybody else you're working with, or you got anything in plans? Somebody, anything you hadn't shared with anybody yet, or, uh, or something well, you're working on maybe? <laughs> uh, well, Ray Mounts, uh, I've been working with them, and yeah. maybe have some stuff going into the future. Uh, Staunch Outfitters. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. Out of, in San Marcos, uh, I've been working with them. I just try to build a relationship with them. I reached out to them. I like their their caps and their apparel. So I was like, hey, you know, uh, can we build from here? You know, so I've been talking to them. But um, here lately, man, there was a time where 
I had like four things going on at once. It's kind of like what you were saying, you know, like you go out, you want to fish, you know, and yep. sometimes that's all I want to do. And when I go out, it's, it is, I mean, I, I guess it is a job for me sometimes because I'm taking like last time I had a buddy, I took like four different products out and we're not like, we're was that with, this, uh, who was that with, uh, that was my buddy Alex. Nick. He doesn't. Oh no! Uh, well, the, well, Alex was another one. Yeah, yeah Alex, yeah. you did so, some stuff with Alex. Yeah, yeah, Alex. We did uh, staunch. We did hobie yep. eyewear. We did bending branches, and uh, it's funny because I think he thought we were just going to be bending branches. I'm like, here, dude, put all this shit on right here. Oh, and, uh, yeah. So it's, yeah, it's Alex Elman, Yeah, his kids are progressing so good skating too. Oh man, I mean, they're yeah, like, yeah. They're like eight up with it right now. Nine years old and just already got little five forties on on lock and. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool to see all his little posts and stuff. I want to get down and skate with him sometime soon, but you know, all this water time and <laughs> vacations and all this good stuff going on, man. But yeah, I, he, he's a cool dude, man. I, I yeah, met is. him at some couple. Uh, I think I met it was like one of the first saltwater survival series I've ever I ever fished. You know, this won't come out uh, until the day after, but that that tournament is coming up in about. Uh, about five days <laughs> so i've been pre-fishing for that and getting ready but yeah like you're you know shooting all those different brands you know um just like you're saying sometimes on the water you just want to get on the water and use it for mental clarity or a decompression because that's mm -hmm. what fishing is to me sometimes if i'm not all geared up in tournament fishing i need some time on the water just to decompress from this fast-paced stuff sometimes in this world throws your way <laughs> yeah for sure, for sure. And just surfing was the same way you know surfing was a way to get out my aggression and just bash the crap out of that lip or or skating <laughs> you know come up just rip a big just a big old nasty grind on some pool coping in a bowl you know yeah uh, it's always something just to release you know and, and fishing yeah. has, has been that for me for many years since i was a kid just being able to get on you know even to go bank fish for bass and and just have fun with it it's always been fun uh, you know i don't think fishing will never be i mean it will not ever be fun you know like that it, it's it's always gonna be fun to me yeah and it's the one thing you can do like a lot older than any other sports you yeah know? you can yeah. do it for a long time and not get as hurt but at the same time you're getting a good exercise when you're out there so yeah I yes you it. do it's good. Any um, you got any tips or anything editing wise that you could share with some people or or um, angles or anything you want to share? Yeah, you know, going back to that raw format, I think that's yeah. a, in, in my opinion, it's it's important as a photographer. Everybody, there's a lot of photographers out there. Everybody's a photographer nowadays, and uh, the way I view photography is like I want people to look at my photo and say that's Reggie's photo. And I, and the way I do that is based on the angles I take photo and mm -hmm. also the way I, I edit. So um, when somebody looks at a photo, like, Oh, well, those colors look a certain way. That's probably yep. Reggie's photos. And that's to me, that's what's important as a photographer. Yeah. Um, and, and also with quality. So if, if long as you have good light, um, you have a, yes. good cam a camera or an iPhone, I mean, yeah. any kind of phone, uh, man any camera this thing right here takes amazing photos that is oh, yeah, i'm not a i'm not an iphone fan i'm an android fan and then that's the one right there <laughs> yeah yeah I, I don't know which one's what but that I, I mean i've seen great photos from all, all from phones. all kinds of cameras it's crazy yeah, to think man. these things get like freaking 24 megapixel and all kind of crazy stuff on these all these zoom and crop lenses and director's view on your video and <laughs> yeah yeah 
And they got raw. Uh, like I, I know the iPhone has a raw capability. Yeah, I can fish raw. I, I can uh, shoot raw off this one too. I use it for like some close up shots. Uh, like I did some rigging on on uh, my new kayak. One of my new kayaks we got in. I did some foot control steering for my torpedo on the NAR, which was our one of our new models with Jackson. And I did a uh, you know some real close crop kind of depth of field stuff. You know on the kickouts where I drilled the tubing and ran the cables and all that. You know where you get that little focal that focal point but then everything else is you know blurry in the background and you know i would have never thought like with a flip phone or something back in the day you wouldn't admit i would do none of that but with the yeah, way these cameras yeah. are now you can really get some awesome shots with them, for sure and what you're talking about your the way you edit that like what your your colored like color grading do you like go in and like can kind of tweak some stuff like that is that what you're talking about yeah yeah and you know, yeah, it's like color grading, basically, you know, yeah. there's a whole color science on, you know, what colors uh, in, like make people interested. Mm -hmm. If you learn some of those things, you can learn what, you know, what appeals to people. So it may not even be a great photo, but if you learn to put certain colors in certain areas or dress people a certain way for certain settings, yep, those those colors actually like attract people. It, it stimulates the brain. So when they're looking at a photo, That's like what what's all them little short videos where there's like some little music what is it called eight adsm or i don't know oh is that where like people are like is that where like people's like chewing and shit <laughs> or chewing or there's all kind of little stuff that they're doing <laughs> i forgot what it is yeah, yeah. like something like that where it catches your attention and it like just it's like soothing or something yeah know. yeah all yeah. those things all those things play into it and then learning composition composition is yes. another thing is like you know people look at a photo like they look at a at a book you know they read the photo like they're reading a page out of a book so yeah. if you learn how to tell a story uh, learns like the basic rule of thirds which is the thirds basic, i was just about yeah. to say that thirds <laughs> yeah man it, it, it really if you look at a picture if you look yeah if you look at put somebody on the third you can tell a story from left to right and from most the, people yes. most people like you read a book you read left to right so if right. you set up a photo from left to right to tell your story so like over yep. here Maybe you got like the water, or maybe you got some mm -hmm. fish blowing up, but over here you had the kayak and the fisherman. You're telling the story mm -hmm. from left yep. to right. And that alone, too, is like when people look at a photo, like me, for instance, because I am, you know, I do a lot of photography. Um, I look at those things and then I know, okay, well, that person really knew what they were doing. You know, they yep. took the time to put that person in that third, put that there. So other photographers know you know, and know yeah. that. And, and these marketing specialists, if you're looking to get in content creation, you know, these, yeah. these accounts that are running, like are being run by bending branches or whatever, whatever, they're not somebody that's at, out there actually paddling. They're actually marketing specialists that are, you know, out there to, you know, to learn how they're there to, to get those good photos, to put them yeah. out to the public. To so. get that engagement. You know, yeah. That's yeah, what yeah. it's all about. It's, I mean, they're, yeah. they're in the business to make money and they're in the, actually make a mighty fine product to to do that through but right, you gotta right, have right. good marketing and yeah that's that's a no-brainer <laughs> but like yeah. you said thirds man that was one thing i always like you know like when i'm on the kayak sometimes i'll like flip a gopro around and just get like a little you know a fish shot with a bait in the mouth you know kind of to help you know grande out or whatever when i'm partnered up with grande bass you know or grande salt and then you know but then there's times i'll get like a stakeout pole and I'll put it at a, like right at the water level and I'll tilt it a certain way with that clamp and then I'll back off and I'll get like a P 
picture, picture, you know, holding it out about to release it or something like that, uh -huh. where it's just totally different. And I'm shooting it, GoPro, take photo, and I'm like holding it as still as I can, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, and then there's times I'll be, I'll have another GoPro behind me that'll it'll take a shot, and I didn't even realize it. And I go to look at, download that stuff. I'm like, dude, that's actually a pretty cool perspective, and I actually use that too, you know. So it's like yeah. stuff like that. You learn. You're like, man, I really didn't think I was. It just took a picture on its own because it was set up voice control too, and you know, I didn't realize it, you know. And it's got a really cool like behind yeah, the yeah. scenes perspective. So you're like, oh man, that's pretty cool. You know, for sure, different sure. things out there, but like, like, you know, you got to differentiate differentiate yourself from everybody else. Everybody takes them bad selfies all the time, and it's like, yeah, man, yeah. I gotta, I gotta get a clamp. I gotta clamp it up in the in a tree branch, and then like hold them out like a certain way or something, and just set it up different. You know, that's the main thing. Yeah, for sure. I think one thing that I, I've noticed, and because prior to this, you know, like I was just doing mainly photography, is like. One thing I really dislike is seeing a bunch of fish pictures. Like if you're going to work, if you want to work with other companies, you know, people want to see stories. They don't really, too many fish pictures is great. If your thing is like, you know, you want to be this angler, you know, that's what you want to be known as, but, you know, tell a story like, you know, you and I were going out to pl places that other people may never see in their lives, you know, like going out to the marsh, seeing these, this wildlife, you know, uh, it may not be you with the fish, but it may be you showing the role, you know, what's here and why you're there. And you're also capable of catching, you know, really big fish, you know? Oh yeah. Yeah. I hooked something today, dude. I do not know what it was. <laughs> it was not fighting like a big drum and it was not pulling drag like a 40 inch plus red. And I was around, I was in about not eight, nine foot of water around some structure. And I want to think it was a triple tail. Oh, the way heavy. it was pulling. Oh, wow. Have you ever caught one? Yeah, I've caught not out of the kayak, out of a boat. I've caught boat, plenty. Yeah, and I where I was at was where oh, wow, they're wow. known to be around that area. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Ooh. I'm not sure if it was or not. I didn't really get a good look at it, but I saw the, the boil <laughs> come up. Wow. You know? yeah, yeah. I heard they're really good to eat. Oh, man. It's like a saltwater crappie, dude. They're, they're awesome. They're damn, damn fine fish. I, I really like, I like sheephead. Yeah, I like them too. They're, pretty, they're tough pretty to good. clean. You got to get a really thin, flexible knife and get around that rib cage and then slide in uh -huh. by that dorsal fin and get them. And then, dude, they're great. You know, kind of butterfly them out and then stuff yeah, them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you, you catch That's a lot cool. of lures? Yeah, I throw that little uh, crusty crab at them. Crusty crab. It's a little bitty crab imitation about the size of a 50 cent piece. You gotta send me that, man. For for a while, Crust, I was gonna crusty crab, crusty crab. There for a while, man. I, in my opinion, sheephead are really hard to catch. Like, yes, I, I, I'm, I'm kind of with the voodoo shrimp. Yeah, uh, but for a while, I wanted to like study them just to mm -hmm. catch them straight on lures because I think they're so difficult. I, I have a hard time catching them. I caught them on the little mint, like the little small soft dines before. Oh really? But damn. Yeah, in the oh. winter time around some structure. But oh, shit. there's some there's some really shallow oyster that gets really clear over here in Point Comfort, uh -huh. and they'll be there's some little you know rocks and riprap and stuff around the bank, and they'll be up there pecking pecking, and I'll take that little that thing is hard to throw, so you need like a two thousand series or fifteen hundred series reel, so I have uh -huh. like fifteen pound braid and fifteen pound uh, uh fluorocarbon yeah. leader, and have that little bitty crusty crab and like throw it and like throw it past them, and I'll just like reel it to them. And stop it, and then kind of reel it, and they'll be like, they'll see it, and they'll be like, gone. Damn, really? Yeah, 
They, so can you do, they can annihilate you do, that thing, dude. Can you do that consistently? Or, or yes. like, yeah. oh, yeah. wow. Oh, yeah. oh, shit. I'm about to get one of those. Not that I can yeah. do that consistently, but I'm going to definitely yeah. try that. They're, like, if I'd have had one today, I'd have, I'd have had a limited sheep head, dude. Whoa, like, and they wow. were all like three to five pounders. They were pretty good ones. Damn. Yeah, that's a yeah. fish you can, you can, and then there was some black drum back in there. They were a little tailing. If I'd have had them little crab, I'd have pitched to them. They'd have ate that thing all day long. <laughs> yeah, black drum <laughs> are kind of hard to get to. I don't see a lot, but, you know, I do see the big ones out here. Yeah. Um, but they are very difficult to catch, too. But I throw a voodoo shrimp to them. They'll, voodoo, they'll eat a voodoo thing. shrimp. Oh, yeah, I love yep, that. Yep, they'll eat them. They'll eat them crusty crabs. I'll take a picture of it and send it to you for yeah, sure. Yeah, i have to get some of those. Yeah, those they're pretty neat. I can't remember who makes them now. Is it? Chase Baits or Savage Gear. I can't remember which company. It's one of them company makes them, and they're the little smaller ones work work the best, and they actually work really good for redfish too. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We're kind of moving along here. We'll go to the speed round real quick. Then we'll uh, we'll just run through this, and then maybe we'll come back and talk about one or the other a little bit more. So it's called a quick five. This is speed round. Redfish or trout? Redfish. Uh, upper coast or Laguna Madre? Uh, upper coast. All right. Favorite Although, top water? Uh, she dog. She dog. Yeah. There you go. Best paddle? Uh, the Navigator. Is it the Navigator? Yeah, I think it's the, the yeah. Bending Branches Navigator. Mm -hmm. I love the wood. I'm all about the, the wood, one with man. the wood grain. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, it, uh, it, it may not even be the best paddle, but I love it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Just Fishing at night? Yes or no? Uh, occasionally, but yes. Okay. All right. Let's come back to this one. Upper Coast or Laguna? You said Upper Coast. Give me, give me, give me two good reasons why. Not one, two. Man, <laughs> I'm kidding. I, I wish I was down there. I mean, that's the damn problem. I wish I was there. You know, I got this dirty ass water over here. Um, but yeah, no, I really wish I could be in, in the uh, Laguna Madre. I used to live in Corpus for a while, and I didn't fish at the time. Yeah. And now I'm like, damn, I really wish I was fishing back then. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish; it's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. And in Topwater, you said she dog. Yep. You like the tone on that one? Yeah, you know, uh, I do like the tone in the summertime. You know, summertime. Uh, yep. Yeah, you know, Alex, he's the one that actually had told me about it. I was struggling last summer. You know, I was, you know I'm seeing reds, but I, I can't get them sometimes. And then, you know, he's like, try that she dog, take it out. Sure enough, the next day I went out through that she dog, bam, I got a big ass blow up. And then after that, the whole summer was nonstop on that she dog. So I like that, that higher pitch. I like that one at times too, this time of year. Um, and in the fall, I go to a one knocker, but for trout, I throw a one knocker like religiously, but I will throw a, a, the, the bigger one knocker and I'll throw the super spook junior every now and then, depending on the water conditions. If it's calm in the water, but if it's shallow, 
like yeah. a little too shallow, I'm throwing a wake bait, man. <laughs> yep, I've been using the hunchback. The, Them uh, hunchback, the little small ones do. Pow, if there's some scattered shell or some kind of structure around. Uh, mm -hmm. So what's, what's, the, what's the depth that you normally throw that at? Like, talking about a foot or two? or yeah, is that what A you foot. A foot or less at times when they're if they won't hit plastic and you want to make them mad, you th I'll throw that hunchback, dude. And See, if I've there's like reef and shell oh. and little indentions in the grass with like shell pads out in front of it, you know, it's a foot or foot and a half of water. Like I'll I'll fish it slow, but then sometimes I'll like burn it and rip it and then stop it and then burn it and stop it, and they'll like hit it on the paws a lot too. You know, it, it, it's a it's a great little bait, you know especially when they're they're being aggravated you get a lot of reaction strikes off that bait because of that loud one knocker rattle and just the erratic action of it sometimes it'll just be swimming and all of a sudden it'll be like and go to the side you know they do yeah. kind of weird stuff chatter baits are the same way uh kind of transition those over from uh from the bass fishing world you know vibrating jig um and man i just i get some really aggressive reaction strikes from redfish with those also yeah that's one thing i haven't really used is a cheddar bait yeah, right here, it definitely gets their attention, and then it pulls. It goes so down in the Laguna with the grass and everything. It really rips through the grass really well. Believe it or mm -hmm. not, it, it's a really good, you know, to use in the submerged grass. As long as it's like like not like matted all the way up to the top, you know, yeah. um, you can still fish it through the grass pretty good. Fishing at night, yeah. This time of year is is if the winds are right, I'm fishing at night. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's normally not a lot of boat traffic. <laughs> yeah. And if you can find somewhere that has some, you know, some, some lights nearby with some flats and it just lines up good, you know, it's good to go. Good to go. Yeah, I'll do that here in the wintertime. I live by Clear Lake. And, uh, yeah. In the wintertime, it gets pretty good. And, and there's canals less and go fish those lights in the canals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's less boat traffic over here. During the summer, the boat traffic is crazy through there. Dude, that's like Port O'Connor. I don't, I don't fish Port O'Connor in the summertime. I will not really? do it, especially even in a boat, but especially in a kayak. Yeah, somebody was I telling me that the other day that if you, I've never been to Port O'Connor, but somebody was telling me if you go there, like everybody fishes. It's like mm -hmm. everybody's there for that reason. Alone. Everybody's there to fish. Yep, yep. There is. There's some great. There's some great areas over here. I know uh, Kenneth Yetter has just texted me the other day. He's, you know, local guy from you know up there, Houston area too upper coast and uh he got some uh property down here in uh indianola and he's like we're moving down there for good so nice it's uh yeah i really like all that down here there's so many so i mean where i work in point comfort i can go hour either way and just there's so many choices it's just like man we don't want to fish <laughs> i don't mind driving 45 minutes or an hour we don't want to fish so it's like I could fish five minutes away or I, do I want to go drive down and fish, you know, Rockport, you know, 45 minutes, you know, with so those nice. grass flats and stuff down there. And then some yeah, of that back yeah. marsh and Bayside and uh, Port Bay, all that good stuff down there. A lot of good stuff down there. A lot of good stuff. Yeah. Well, it's going to bring up this pick three. Let's see this. You know, y'all been listening to this podcast. Y'all know usually shoot a pick three out there and this one's going to be for targeting redfish so three setups to bring uh bait cast spin cast you uh, let us know which what they are three of them and what three lures you're going to have tied on say well, summertime this time of year kind of 
for redfish what's what's it gonna be yeah well first of all uh i don't have any bait casters <laughs> oh okay. yeah, yeah i had i do all, i do all spinning i had bought a corrado corrado shimano corrado yeah uh, i bought one like when i first started and i bird cast that thing like crazy man oh. or bird nest man non-stop yeah. So I was like, screw this. You know, I really want to fish. I don't want to be messing around with this. Messing around. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've, uh, all I have is spinning reels. Here recently, yeah. I've been looking into the, uh, the bait casters, especially that DC, the DC mm -hmm. ones. Um, but yeah, so all spinning, uh, 2,500 I have yeah. on most of everything. Um, 10 to 15 pound braid on each. I think I got 10, 15, and 20, depending on what I'm throwing. But yeah. mainly I'm throwing a, a medium light with a, like an eight uh, ounce jig head yeah. in a down south lure. That's my go-to. That's yep. what I'm trying to get reds on. Um, this time of year, I also have another one. I got a medium uh, with another 2,500 with a voodoo shrimp. That's like my go-to in the summertime. Yeah. Um, here recently, I haven't been getting anything on it, um, but the shrimp aren't as present. I mean, they're starting now. Yes, they're just now starting to show up over here, too. Little small, little ones, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, man, that shrimp, all the way till the end of the, the fall, almost getting to the winter, I mean, I can get anything off that damn thing. Oh, yeah, flounder, um, reds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Everything, I mean, everything you eat that. Yep, yep. And then uh, typically I'll have a topwater uh, as my third. Mm -hmm. Um but you know, to be honest, I'm still learning the top water. It's one of those things where I don't have enough patience for. Yeah. Um, I, I work it's you know, in the late evening for me is the best time I've had the most uh catches on the top water. Uh early morning I try it. Um uh, trout I will get, yeah, but redfish for some reason I cannot pull them off early morning uh with the top water. And it may just me be being impatient, me working it too fast, but I always bring the top water no matter what, because that oh, might, yeah. That it's just something amazing. about that top water bite, you know. I just, oh, yeah. I could not, I could not work a top water on a spinning reel for some reason. I don't, I don't know if I oh, could. Really? I've never tried it, but I don't know if I could. It'd be like weird because huh. I, I use a, you know, I'm right-handed baitcaster, but my, but my spinning reel is left-handed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like ass backwards. I'm ambidextrous, so it's weird. What? I used to throw, I used to fish with a, a left-handed baitcaster too a lot when I was younger. But you, but now you do a right-handed bait caster. Right-handed right base caster, and then my spinning reel set up left-handed. So it's a little different. All right. All right. So let me let me ask you this question because I always see this, and it's kind of like one of those things that kind of irrit not irritate me. But I'm like, why mm -hmm. do people do that? So when you cast a bait caster, do you cast I swash, it? Swap swap hands. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. All bait, all people at bait cast do that, and I'm like, well, why don't you just left and then or you know that's why I think I do because I, I am a left-handed. Uh, I yeah, guess, or whatever. Uh -huh. But I like casting with my right. That way, I can be on the quick react. You know, with yeah. my left. And so that's how it is when I'm fishing with a spinning reel. That's it. And I'm do. But yeah. but like with my bait caster, I'm like, and I switch hands real quick, and I can switch and do it. But I'm not yeah. quite accurate enough. I mean, I can flip. I'll flip every now and then and pitch out the fish with my left hand, no problem. But like yeah. when I'm zinging it to like a perfect location with the top water, trying to get in between this little slough and. No, nah, it's got to be right hand. Like yeah, for sure. <laughs> sling it up in there. Yeah, yeah, it's just that's weird. I know I can turn my baitcaster upside down, be like an egg beater. Blah, 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 blah. Like, yeah, <laughs> maybe, but yeah, people be making fun of me for that. I had to break out my alter ego for that one. Old Billy Ray Backlash might have to come out for that one. Do a little video. Do a little video. You know, we kind of 
we went off and we did some of this, uh, you know, the, the quick five. We did the speed round, pick three. But, you know, on this, this social media stuff, man, um, I know you're on Instagram. Uh, we're going to put this up here. If y'all want to follow Reggie there. On IG, it's at uh, Choppa, C-H-A-P-A underscore Texas Ranger. Choppa underscore Texas Ranger. Yeah, but, you know, I'm seeing the the, the big trend. In, in, you know, TikTok blew up and then, then Instagram with the reels. Like, I've gotten so much engagement off of reels and so many followers off of that for just, like, the, the most simplest videos. Not even putting any work into it. Like, coming through, like, this big cypress trail when I was on Caddo Lake up in uh, Louisiana, uh-huh. just oh, with the yeah. sunrise and like, just put some little reggae Bob Marley sun is <laughs> shining all around, <laughs> you know, and then yeah. and it got like freaking 30,000 views and like, yeah, it's like, what in the world? It's just some simple video. And then people, it just took off and it's just like certain ones like take off, you know, yeah, it's like yeah, no it's rhyme pretty- or reason. It's like, well, I try to replicate it, and then it's like it might get like nine hundred views. It's like, man, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, I know exactly exactly what you mean. It's always those ones that you think ain't gonna be good. They're always the and they like take off, dude. It's like, yeah, yeah. But reels, man. Yeah, you want to build not... your Instagram? Start posting reels. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah. that's one. That's one thing you really got to do. And here lately, uh, I don't know, man. I felt like because as a photographer, I'm on Instagram a lot, you know. And yeah, I do feel like. After after a while, Instagram starts trying to mold you into a person and work certain things and do certain tricks. And here recently, I feel like I've kind of got burned out, you know, because you do have to do reels to stay on top as part of the algorithm. I don't know if people know, but, you know, there is tips and tricks to do to stay on top, you know, to be to be consistent, to have other viewers look at your stuff. And uh, I'm just not a big reels person. Um, I just make, I don't make great reels. And uh, I feel like every time I make one, I'm always having to remake it. Cause when I posted, it didn't really do what I wanted to do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So it's always like, God, God, I should have done this. And I deleted it. I'm like, Oh, screw this. I'm done. I'm not going to be spending another 30 minutes on this reel. But, uh, if you want to play the social media game and you want to be recognized by their companies, those are things you do have to do to, yeah. to stay on top of it. Yeah. It seems like the ones, like the ones I like. I like took a, I think it was like 30 something photos that Michaela shot and I like did them to this really cool song and it like pops to the beat and, and then like the, like hunting boots are a critical component of any successful hunt, whether walking a short distance to your blind or trudging miles through rugged terrain, your feet are carrying the load without the right boots. You could give up early and lose out on that trophy just over the ridge at Midway USA. We make selecting boots for your next hunt easier with just a few clicks of a mouse. You can decide on what's important like waterproofing, insulation, size, width, and savings. For just about everything for shooting, hunting, and the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. A bigger one pop up, and it's like all to the like the beat. I like, I spent a little while editing that one, you know. <laughs> and it's like, man, I thought that one was going to take off like big time. And then, and then the ones I just film and just don't edit or anything, those are the ones that are like sh- freaking really you know thirty thousand views and freaking all that engagement and getting the yeah. follower trend going up and this and that you know i mean i'm not out there trying to get famous or nothing but right you know, right right just trying to represent some of the brands you know that i for sure I, did you use an app with, when you, know? you did that 
The, did you use the app when you made that one that said it took forever with all those photos? Or did you edit uh, yourself on Instagram? I edited it myself. Yeah, I just okay. edited it on um on Kinemaster. It's like a little like an editing app for your phone. Yeah, see, because I've wondered I because I don't mess around a lot with the with the reels, but I've wondered sometimes if you do something like outside of Instagram and you bring it back in, does that affect your you know yeah, how many I people don't know. view it? But all that I know, stuff I know Facebook it. and YouTube don't like each other. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> they they don't get along nicely. Yeah, man. But yeah, it looks like we we shared some some good stuff on here, man. Uh, yeah, man. I'm stoked to have you on, brother. Meet you meet you over yeah. this old internet. We're going to have to get together and get on the water here one of these days. Yeah, for sure, man. Have some fun. Maybe do some surfing. <laughs> Maybe even get back on the board, man. I got a uh, little yeah. got a little 62 fish calling my name back there for them old old you know, waist to chest high, little fun days. You know, the things like a skateboard yeah, just glides. Yeah. Got a lot of drive, quad fin, get all that speed and lay into it. Yeah, I like man, it. Man, like man, I used to be all shortboard. Now I'm like, I was like, I'll never ride a longboard. Now I'm like, nine zero. Oh yeah, <laughs> all the I've, time. Man. <laughs> I've always said that I never ride a longboard. I actually, when I lived when I lived in Hawaii, um, on the weekends I would work every now and then. I work on this boat called the Leahi. It was a big trimaran you know like a 46 foot trimaran they'd sell out you know right there and do sunset sales and all that i kind of helped out on that a little bit and all the guys that would uh were working they all rode longboards and stuff and you know the the rental places were all right there and i'd always go grab one of the like most kind of performance longboard you could get you know like a 90 yeah. but it was like kind of thinner and kind of you could smock it around a little bit and then you know, surfing right there at canoes and queens and and pops and all that right there. Number threes yeah. right there on the south shore in Waikiki. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I had fun doing that because those waves just reformed and you could just like cut back and carve and just do little cheater fives and then come up and like floater and come up big old roundhouse cutbacks. Wow, yeah. <laughs> but it was fun because it was like progressive, more progressive longboarding. You know, so it was yeah, pretty cool. Yeah. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I haven't been on one since then. I think I like messed around on some foam tops or something, but that's about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I definitely, I need to get back in the water. That's, that's for sure. I do miss it. You know, it, it's, it's still in, it's still in my blood. Yeah. Same here. Sure. I do. I do maybe like two or three times a year. Um, but when the wetsuit comes, cause down here in Galveston, you need a wetsuit. Oh yeah. You need a wetsuit. Yeah. And the water gets below 60 is the wetsuit time. If yeah. It's the air temperature and yeah. All that good stuff. Yeah, usually that's when the waves are good down here. But yeah, so but I don't mess with that, man. Unless a good swell comes in the summertime, I'll be out there. Yeah, I'm probably. I'm, I'm, hopefully, we get a little storm swell. We need some rain. That's what we need. Oh, yeah, Y'all out sure. there too. It's it's gonna be hot. Yeah. We're talking a hundred degrees on the coast this weekend coming up. Yeah, good luck, man. <laughs> Drink yeah. some water. Better get them fish in about hour <laughs> yeah, <laughs> looking for sure. forward to that 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 tournament but man you better get on and fish early because it's gonna shut down pretty quick pretty quick yeah. well shoot yeah man everybody follow along reggie on ig right there check it out at choppa underscore texas ranger um you know check out the paddling fin uh ig2 at paddling fin paddle the letter n fin follow us on our facebook page all that good stuff there's a chasing the top page too. check that one out all the info on there all the time uh links to 
episodes and all that stuff check out the youtube channel and we wouldn't be uh, doing this without listeners and good feedback so we appreciate everybody that tunes in and listens to this we appreciate you reggie coming on the show tonight appreciate it man and, thanks uh, for having we're me gonna wrap it up hey stick around after this outro and then i'll i'll uh, get with you and then we'll catch y'all next time on chasing the tie Choo. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Pelican Built Tough. For all situations, go to pelican.com. Yak Gadget. For all your fine kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Eastport Marina on the beautiful shores of Dale Hollow Lake. For all your lodging, kayaking, and fishing needs, go to eastport.info. Now let's get this show started. Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode here on Paddle and Fin. Be sure to drop a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or smash that subscribe button on any platform you're listening in on. Be yeah, sure to check us out mom. on Waypoint TV. How about Waypoint that? Play the intro. Here's Make sure outro. you sign up for the Fantasy Kayak Fishing League at paddleandfin.com forward slash fantasy. You could support this show through Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Paddle and Fin. Don't forget to check out the website, paddleandfin.com. Catch us on YouTube. If you got a question, comment, or want to see a future guest on the show, be sure to email us at paddleandfin at gmail.com. Shout out to our show supporters, Yak Gadget. You can check out all the fine kayak accessories at yakgadget.com. Pelican Professional. For all your cases, coolers, and lighting needs, go to pelican.com. Rocktown Adventures, your Midwest premier paddle sports destination, go to rocktownadventures.com. Eastport Marina, the beautiful destination on Dale Hollow Lake. If you're looking for lodging, kayaks, kayak accessories, or anything fishing related on the beautiful Dale Hollow Lake, go to eastport.info. Jigmasters Jigs. When in doubt, get the jig out. Go to jigmasters.com and fill your tackle boxes today. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV. I'm Will Cooper, and you're listening to HuntStand's Make Your Mark podcast on the Waypoint Podcast Network. Stick around as I bring you more stories and interviews from veteran hunters and industry professionals who inspire us all to be better equipped in the woods and in life.